Hello, I'm Charles Coves, Australasia's passion provocateur. Welcome to this week's episode of the Charles Coves Show, whether you're watching on YouTube, on Rumble, or listening via podcast. It's a very exciting day as I'm recording this on July the 16th because the clock has just tipped over in the Southern Hemisphere into the second half of winter. That means we've gone through the first half of winter. Very exciting. I, I always count down to July the 16th. In this week's episode, I want to remind you again of the crucial principle that discipline leads to freedom. You know I'm a freedom warrior via passion, via health, via legal strategies, via industrial hemp, and via freedom of speech, particularly through comedy. If you want freedom, you need to adopt, review, and commit to disciplines that serve you. I give you five specific examples of how discipline leads to different freedoms that you can have in your life. Different disciplines give you different freedoms. I then suggest seven different disciplines that may help you to clarify what will be of value of you, what new disciplines will be of value to you to take your next big leap. I trust that my frequent discussions on freedom help you to focus on this crucial aspect of being human so that you don't accidentally or negligently lose the freedoms that you might otherwise take for granted. Our format for the show is in four parts. Firstly, I explore the big idea. Secondly, I share some resources to help you implement the big idea. Thirdly, I review some crucial aspects that have happened during the week. And then finally, the fourth part is for newer viewers and listeners, where I discuss the foundational principles for this show and information about my background. So let's get into today's big idea. Discipline leads to freedom. I want to remind you again of this crucial principle so that you have no chance of forgetting it and so that you constantly review your disciplines. You constantly think about whether you're keeping those disciplines so that you constantly recommit to those disciplines and then be willing to review them. I want to share five areas where Discipline leads to freedom to help you think differently about the disciplines that you might be avoiding. The first discipline is about health. When you are disciplined about your health, that leads to freedom of movement. It leads to not being stuck in bed in a hospital. It enables you to move elegantly. It enables you to do hard physical work. It enables you to have alternatives for getting around. You are free in movement. And if you are not focused on poor health, you are freer in your thinking rather than if you're in poor health, you're focused on the problem of solving your health. Just like I'm free right now to have a coffee. Oh, golly gosh, Julie. Mm. 
Next discipline. Discipline about money. That leads to financial freedom. If you are disciplined about how you handle money, disciplined about your spending, that gives you financial freedom into the future. One of the key differences between rich and poor people is that rich people get money to work for them, poor people work for money. And if you are disciplined about how you handle money, it then gives you financial freedom. The third discipline is discipline about your business, about business principles, about business systems. What this discipline gives you is freedom from failure. It's a big it's a big worry for many entrepreneurs and people in business and including your job. If you are disciplined in your business practices, you are free from failure. The fourth discipline is discipline about raising children. Discipline about raising or, or helping employees follow principles. But let's focus on children for the moment. If you are disciplined in the way that you raise children, then those children will grow up quite differently to children who are allowed to do whatever they like, and you will have freedom from worrying about the behavior of those children. Freedom from worry is a big, big issue. I had many wealthy clients who had mastered money but whose problems around their children were immense and they had huge worries about those children. Lastly, discipline about spiritual matters, spiritual practices. Many religious organisations or orders have very strong disciplines in terms of daily practice. And what this discipline of, about spiritual matters gives you is freedom from fear. Because when you have a strong spiritual sense, then the fears of the mind don't dominate your life. You are free from these fears. There's a beautiful line in the Bible that says, perfect love comes from your heart. Perfect love casts out all fear. The more you come from a spiritual space, the less fear you have in your life. You are free from fears. What a great way that is to live life. So the question to you is what suite of disciplines will help you in your progress to help you to take your next big leap? And you are already a competent human being, so it's one insight that might help you take that next big leap, a new discipline that today's show helps you to identify that is just what you need. Here's some ideas of potential disciplines. In a world of wokeness, of political correctness, of huge government debt, the World Economic Forum goal of one world government, the lies that we're taught about climate emergency, and complex geopolitical shenanigans such as the Russian-Ukraine conflict, the Australia-China security threats, the China-Taiwan issues, and so on. Here's the seven. Number one, discipline about the source of your food. It's becoming more and more apparent that toxicity is such an imposition on your health. And so making this decision about 
being disciplined about where your food comes from. Understand how every piece of toxicity you put into your body causes you to pay a price. Second discipline is about mainstream media. I no longer watch television, mainstream media news. I read one newspaper, The Australian. I'm disciplined in how much time I give to the mainstream media. I get that physical newspaper because I want to keep the evidence of what the mainstream media is publishing so that in the future I can come back and point out the lies that were promulgated, which will be hard to find online. Third discipline is discipline about learning self-sufficiency. I am seriously concerned about the, the global issues that, that, are being, that are being raised, the threats to food supplies, the threat to your ability to get meat, all in the name of all in the name of an alleged climate emergency, and that was my last last week's episode talking about that. Your discipline about self-sufficiency will enable you to survive and thrive regardless of what happens to our system. Fourthly, discipline about building a new community or new communities. If the system collapses, then your relationships, your community that you build will make a massive difference to your ability to survive and thrive in a new world structure, in a new challenging system where things might be happening that you don't approve of. Having people around you of like mind enables you to cope with really anything. Local communities helping each other is going to be a is going to be a key to surviving anything that might be happening. The fifth discipline is discipline about expanding your knowledge of the law, your knowledge of your inalienable rights, so that you don't if you don't let you don't let them go, you know what your rights are and you stand up for them because if you don't know what they are then you won't know what to stand up for. You won't know what you can do. Now, I studied law. I'm amazed at how little that we studied and how much law there is to know. And I'm finding myself having to be disciplined about continually developing my skills in areas that were not taught to me, particularly constitutional law and particularly living man, living woman concepts versus dead corporations. I have to keep learning about this, and it takes discipline to do so. I urge you to think about whether this is a useful discipline for you. The sixth discipline is about rest and rejuvenation. Do you need more discipline about that? Are you pushing yourself too hard? Are you failing to have the rest and the rejuvenation that your body needs? And your self-awareness about your body is unique to you. Your body is unique and your awareness around that. No one else can tell you about what you're feeling. So what rest and rejuvenation disciplines will be of value to you? And number seven is discipline around what I call central bank digital currency issues. Governments want to take away cash. 
So if they take away cash and you are being monitored, then your digital currency won't work where the government doesn't want it to work. So you then start to think about, hmm, what disciplines will I need so that I'm not trapped in a central bank digital currency environment? I have options. That's the question. What disciplines around this threat? And governments are talking about it, how wonderful it will be. It's not going to be wonderful. It's a form of deliberate slavery where you lose your freedom because government can limit you in where you can use your digital currency, and that includes the lies around the 15-minute ghettos, commonly called 15-minute cities, where your digital currency won't work outside a particular radius. So you then start to think about, hmm, what disciplines will help me cope with that threat to my freedom? These potential seven new disciplines, or thinking about disciplines in these areas, will be of value in helping you to preserve your freedoms. If you don't do this, when the World Holocaust Organization, sometimes called the World Health Organization, comes along and demands a quarantine and you don't want that, bang, you get locked away. I'm, de I'm dealing with this ability of you to be free. And it's only when you lose your freedom that you really appreciate what it means to be free. Think about what disciplines will help you. So the resources. My book this week is written by a friend of mine, new book, Michael Gladkoff, called Speaking for Freedom, Your Guide to Promoting Life, Liberty and Limited Government. A matter dear to my heart. This book is going to help you fight for and share ideas about freedom. My spiritual tip. In the community that you build, it's great to build a community. My spiritual tip is to be willing to ask for help if you need help. Sometimes we're too proud to ask for help. Well, I've learned that nobody does it alone. So feel about this question. Where do you need help? And in, in the community, when, when you ask people for help and when you give help, it builds the links between people in those communities. My health tip. I was talking about toxicity, minimising toxicity into your body. Well, I want to remind you that the number one cause of all disease, the number one cause, the biggest cause of most diseases, not all diseases, but most diseases, is constipation because we don't eliminate enough because we are open to the universe, material comes in and goes out. Constipation locks toxic matters inside your body. So please take this problem seriously. And one of the biggest causes of constipation is dehydration. So that ties then into how much water you drink. And then that ties into, if you are in a fluoridated environment, of being careful of how much fluoride you put into your body or chemicalised water from government-controlled water supplies. My quote is by Roy L. Smith. Discipline is the refining fire by which talent becomes skill. 
Discipline is the refining fire by which talent becomes skill. In other words, we're, we're born with talents, but it's discipline where you develop skills. And all these disciplines I've shared with you help you to develop your skills. And then lastly, I've been talking about health, spot of humour, an elderly couple driving in a country road, have a terrible accident and die. They go to the pearly gates, they're admitted into heaven because they've lived wonderful lives, and the wife says to the husband, isn't heaven wonderful? Isn't this absolutely such a great place to be? And the husband grumblingly says, yes, and if you had not had me on those health foods for the last 30 years, we would have been here 15 years ago. (laughs) See, there's a price for being healthy. You don't get to heaven quickly. So take the steps. Use today's big idea to review your disciplines, to raise your self-awareness around what disciplines are going to help you to take your next big leap in your life. I hope this show helps you make your life all that you want it to be, and it's an ongoing process. That's why coming back each week is of value, because each week you get one more idea, one more big idea. My aim for the show is to provoke you, to motivate you, to educate you to inspire you to examine your life now and to do so for the rest of your life. Please visit our websites, covest.com, charlescovest.com. If you like this show, share it with your family, your friends and your work colleagues. Subscribe to the show. You can discover more about the self-awareness and passion quest on my websites and my books, Passionate People Produce and Passionate Performance, are available at both of those sites. If you have any ideas that you want to share with me, obviously get in touch with us through my email, charles at covest.com. Now let's review some key happenings during the week. On TNT Radio, on my weekly show at 4pm on Saturdays, Every Saturday, and TNT Radio is a wonderful station about freedom, about freedom of thought, about freedom from political correctness. My guest this week was Dr. Alina Lesenich from Germany, now living in Dubai because the German health authorities have been attacking her. Very interesting, isn't it, about freedom for health experts to talk about health. Alina's knowledge around detox protocols you will find most helpful. Have a listen. It also reminds you of the or or reinforces to you of the complexity of the human body, of how many of how complex it is. And anybody who says to you they've got the absolute answer for health is telling you a lie. When anyone tells you the science is settled, they're telling you a lie. Be willing to keep looking, to keep searching, and Alina's work will inspire you to do that. Another big issue is the amazing success of the movie Sound of Freedom, the true story of Tim Ballard, CIA agent, and saving children from the child sex trade. He's portrayed by Jim Caviezel, who played the role of Christ in Mel Gibson's Passion. Now, the point, what are the, the, the crucial issue to note is that the mainstream media in Australia and most places around the world is studiously ignoring this movie that has outsold Indiana Jones. The silence of mainstream media is deafening, and you have to say, why is that? All right? They're hiding the pedophilia. They're hiding the child sex trade. And 
The silence of the Vatican, of Pope Francis on this issue, is also deafening. And his silence, I say, is collusion. It is outrageous and just observe it, talk about this movie, see what you can do to find out about it. There are plenty of interviews of Jim Caviezel and Tim Ballard that are well worth watching. You'll get enough information about it in Australia because you can't see it in Australia yet. Apparently, it's going to be available on Twitter. So Elon Musk has said he'll make it available on Twitter. I didn't know you could watch a whole movie on Twitter, but apparently you can. Silence is collusion. On the voice issue for Australia, the proposed change of the Constitution, I've been speaking to a number of Aboriginal groups that are implacably opposed to this change to the Constitution. I'm opposed to it. I'm not interested in having a Constitution making different racial distinctions in our Constitution. It's a fraud. It's a lie. And I will not vote for it. And I urge you to think about what it is all about. Because again, the government is the government is not here for you. I used to think it was. No longer believe that. And lastly, there are matters going on in our world that remind me of 2,000 years ago in ancient Rome and why the Colosseum was built. And the Colosseum was built to distract people. Well, just this week, look what's on in sport. There's Wimbledon, the Wimbledon final for women's last night and the men's final tonight. Novak Djokovic is into that final. He's the number two seed against the number one seed. I think his name is Alvarez. The Tour de France is coming into its third and final week. You know, these world-class events, there's Australian cricket going on against England. There's football, you know, nine games every weekend for Australian Aussie, for Aussie rules. All these distractions, you know, while the crucial issues around our society are being ignored. That's how ancient Rome kept the mob under control, by distractions in the Colosseum. Be aware of those distractions. So that then leads back to coming back to your disciplines. If you're disciplined, you won't be distracted. So if you're new to the show, stick around now for the foundational principles for the show and more background about me, if that's of interest to you, if you haven't seen it before. Otherwise, thanks for watching or listening. Thanks for spending the time on your own self-awareness journey. And until next week, may your week be full of passion, full of embracing the challenge that life gives you, full of willingness to observe the disciplines that will help you live the life that you want to live. Have a great week. See you next week. Bye. For viewers and listeners who want to know more about my background and what else I do with my life as well as the foundational principles of the show, here we are. Since 1993, when I left my legal career, a career that I love to become Australasia's passion provocateur, I have inspired and provoked and educated and motivated people all over the world to discover and pursue their passion. I have helped people via the books that I've written, via speeches at conferences, via in-depth team building programs, workshops over one, two or three days or over three months, six months. 
and I've coached people of all ages, one-on-one from small, medium and large enterprises, government enterprises, helping them to identify the often tiny changes that can make a massive difference. One of my core principles is that freedom is what makes us truly human. That's why one of the greatest threats that government imposes on you to force you to observe its laws is the threat of imprisonment, the loss of your freedom. Just think about that. Government says, if you don't behave yourself, we're going to put you in jail. No, no, I don't want to go to jail. I don't want to lose my freedom. That's a reminder to you of why freedom is so important. Without freedom, you and I are not much different to animals. If you were locked up in a cage for the rest of your life, how, how different would you be to an animal? This commitment to fighting for freedoms for all people is carried out by me made primarily through five channels. Number one, preserving the freedom to pursue your passion. Number two, inspiring you to be able to be free through excellent health. Number three, helping preserve freedom throughout the world through the expansion of industrial hemp, a magnificent agricultural crop, an almost miraculous crop that enables every community to thrive independently of government. In this way, the power of government to take away freedom is minimised. Number four, fighting for freedom through legal strategies. So I do work as a legal strategy consultant, as an interface between clients and their lawyers. And number five, as chairman of the Australian Institute of Comedy and as a board member of the Australian Cartoon Museum, fighting for the freedom of thought and speech through uncensored comedy and humour through avoiding political correctness in the comedic space. When you block freedom of speech, freedom of thought, that's the beginning of the end of your freedoms. The foundational principles for the Charles Covet Show are founded on the formula SA plus P equals S. Your self-awareness added to your passion will guarantee that you are successful. And the best definition of success I have found in life is that success is the progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. The progressive realisation of your worthy ideals. This show is also guided by Socrates' famous principle and quote, the unexamined life is not worth living. You can see I'm wearing my red jacket. I wear my red jacket for all my shows. Red is the colour of passion. So that when you see me on the YouTube version, It reminds you that when you see red in your life, you ask yourself the question, am I pursuing my passion? What am I passionate about? Am I still passionate about that? What might I newly be passionate about? Each week I explore one big idea that can change your life. And it's just one big idea because there's a chance you will remember it. If I give you too many ideas, then we we get confused and we don't do anything. Clarity leads to power. Confusion kills passion. Each week I share simple and practical resources that you've heard me describe in the earlier part of the show. A spiritual tip, a health tip, lyrics of a song, a book, a quote, and of course humour. 
This show is not politically correct. I have no intention of being politically correct. And I love certain addictions, including my addiction to great coffee. Mmm. My addiction to exercise, my addiction to reading, and my addiction to certain other unmentionable in public type behaviours. Who would know what they are? This show definitely subscribes to the view that we have a spiritual life. So if you don't like discussion of spirituality, this show is not for you. I promise you that I don't include anything in this show that I don't consider to be true and that I have not found to be useful in the work that I've done over the past 28 years, but also over the past 50 years in business, as a lawyer, as a consultant advisor. I only want to share stuff with you that is of value to you. Finally, if you have any questions or suggestions, please feel free to contact me at charles at Again, thanks for watching and listening to my show. Bye.